and she's got nothing. She faces nothing. This guy's like, I took a little cash, uh, to, you know, appease some agents, get some kids to come to the U of A, and I'm facing more time in the clink than Hillary Clinton. Are you freaking kidding me? Three things that I think you need to know. Uh, now, let's play. Uh, I want you to hear Sheriff Joe Lombardo, number 25, if you don't mind, Greg. Sheriff Joe Lombardo, press conference yesterday. Now, this is what has people talking. Seriously, we have no idea why this guy did this. There was a note we've discovered. He left a note, but nobody knows what it says yet. He videotaped himself doing all the shooting in the hotel room. He even set up cameras in the hallway so he could see when the cops were coming so then he could kill himself. Um, he was not on social media. Nobody knows really much about him. The family says he never had any political or religious things or whatever. And then the sheriff. So we, we literally have no idea. The big gambling debt, that hasn't come out. He gambles a lot, doesn't say he loses a lot. Here's the sheriff yesterday talking to the media. Here we go. Play it. You know, you heard me say that we're comfortable that we have the suspect in custody, but something more may come in that investigation. And I want to understand the motivation that you describe, okay, to prevent any future incidents. And, you know, did this person get radicalized unbeknownst to us? And we want to identify that source. Did this person get radicalized unbeknownst to us? So now apparently the cat's out of the bag. That's a theory they're thinking about. And I don't blame you. You got you to gotta explore all options, don't you? So I didn't understand how all of a sudden so quickly they went, um, all right, the girlfriend is a person of interest. And then not long after that, she's not a person of interest. She's out of the country. And then, oh, she, she's a person of interest again. I mean, how do you dismiss somebody like that right away as not a person of interest? Doesn't mean she did anything wrong, but she's got to be a person of interest because she might be able to shed light on this, uh, this nut job killer, right? And now they're going with this. Okay. Okay. We'll see. And then the sisters. Let's play number 26. These are three sisters. They were on an Australian TV station. They were shadowed out. It's kind of hard to understand them. So, Greg, I'm going to ask you to pause it uh, at certain points to try to kind of go over what the heck these uh, these uh, three ladies are saying. Um, but, man, oh, man, oh, man. Uh, they... um. They were spilling their guts to uh, this Australian TV station. And they claimed that the sister did nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. Just listen. Here we go. Let's start it. I know that she doesn't know anything as well. Like, uh, she was sent away. She was sent away so that she will be not there to interfere or put this bloody even though that she's going to the Philippines until Steve said, oh, I'm Mary Lou, I found you a cheap ticket to the Philippines. He sent her pause away. It, pause it. Did you hear that? She didn't even know she was leaving. He's like, oh, I found you a cheap ticket to the Philippines. You're going to go. Just like that, just like that. So he knew there was going to be killing, and obviously he must have cared about her because he didn't want her to be involved at all, or maybe he just didn't want her to be able to say anything. Without saying, go disappear, here you go, did he really think that the uh, authorities wouldn't track her down? I. Remember, he used, uh, I think he booked the room under her name. He used her information to book the, the hotel room. Uh, he also gambled before uh, the shooting, and he used her, like, uh, cards to get whatever. Three points for, like, a, a lobster tail or something. I don't know. All right, uh, let's, let's go. Here's more of it. So that he can plan what he's planning without interruptions. In that sense, I thank him for sparing my sister's life but that won't be to compensate our 59 people life put the puzzles together no one 
except Mary Lou, because Steve is not here to talk anymore. Only Mary Lou can maybe help, probably mm. was even shocked than us because she is more closer to him than us. You know, to be able to find out that your the person you love or you live with can do such thing, and you you thought you know the person yourself. Mary Lou Dunley is my sister. She's a good person and gentle soul, a mother, a grandmother, a sister, a friend. If Mary Lou was there, this maybe as well didn't happen because she won't let that happen. She would definitely stop stop something, whatever what he was planning. There you go. How about that, huh? Now, a former boyfriend of hers named Adam LaFerve was talking to NBC News. Uh, said she had two previous marriages, one to a boxer in Australia and another one in the U.S. before meeting the shooter. And she met him at, a, at the casino. Uh, according to the boyfriend, she was a Catholic devoted to her family, and she was very different than Stephen Paddock, the shooter, uh, who, again, was a big-time gambler, used algorithms and spreadsheets to try to win and stuff like that. I mean, he was a professional gambler as a retired person. Uh, LaFerve said she's not very confident. She had a little Subaru Forester, and she would go three blocks out of her way so she did not have to turn left or cross a big intersection. Uh, he said, I wouldn't say the relationship was lovey-dovey. He speculated. It always seemed to be one of convenience. Uh, and he said, Paddock went through a lot with me on the success of his gambling. He operated with a pool of money, $1.5 million. So this is a former boyfriend of one of the sisters. I'm sorry, one of the sisters. And he knew Paddock. He said, Paddock would... Uh, went through a lot of me with uh, on the success. Again, he operated a pool of money, uh, $1.5 million. He would gamble for hours, come home, take a nap, and then go back. I'd say, how did it go? He said, I just dropped twenty grand, or I'm up eighty six grand." He approached it like a business. He said he was a very reserved, non-emotive person. His investments, his gambling, were done with military precision. I mean, this is shedding more light in the situation. Does it mean that a guy like this is going to actually just all of a sudden... Get 23 weapons in a hotel room? Start firing on people? I, no. Um, apparently, there was a story in the LA Times. In Mesquite, Nevada, I guess the, this couple, the shooter and his uh, girlfriend, Mary Lou, went to a Starbucks. A worker at the Starbucks told the LA Times that she and her colleagues winced whenever the couple would come in because Stephen Paddock would frequently berate his girlfriend, just like start ragging on her in public. Uh, she told the LA Times, oh, es- Esperanza Mendoza, supervisor at Starbucks, told the newspaper he was so rude to her in front of us, he would glare down at her because she was much shorter than him. With a mean attitude, you don't need my casino card for this. I'm paying for your drink just like I'm paying for you. Then she would say softly, okay, and step back behind him. Yeah, it's not a good guy. Not a good guy. Uh, Mr. Personality. So that's the latest uh, when it comes to this. And, and again, the videotaping and the no, it, was he radicalized? I mean, people are thinking that. It, what, it, at some point you go, no, no, no. And remember, FBI uh, dismissed the idea of ISIS within like hours. Like, oh, he's not a member of ISIS. Oh, he's not. This is not terrorism. Oh, no, 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 no. They could do that right away. Of course, it's been over a year for them to figure out that Trump did not get help from Russia. They can't even admit that. They're still doing that, but Whatever. Whatever. Uh, that's, uh, that's the latest when it comes to, to this stuff. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel went at it again, doubling down. 
We played Jimmy Kimmel yesterday, uh, and it's on my page at KNST.com and my Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Radio. Jimmy Kimmel went after uh, pro-gun people, uh, tried to push gun control, and he had nothing but, like, li- facts don't matter. Facts don't matter. My mother sent me a text earlier this morning because she wants to uh, be part of the show because her ego's huge. You know that, Ryan. You've met her. I know. I know. She's great. Uh, she is, she's great, but it's just, it's just funny because she'll, you know, she'll act as if she just wants to help, and then she's like, I'm glad I could be of service. It's the guilt. Uh, she sent me a text this morning. Dinesh D'Souza said uh, this, and then she said, it's brilliant. He said, you're entitled to your own opinion, but not you're not entitled to your own facts. And that reminds me of what Jimmy Kimmel. You know, you're entitled to your own opinion, but not your own facts. You could be against guns, Jimmy. Who, by the way, again, uh, actually hired armed security, off-duty police officers with guns for extra security around his uh, his show because he's going so political and he's getting emails and protesters show up that are Trump supporters. Is security uh, armed armed security is good for him, but you shouldn't be armed to defend yourself. Um, I'm gonna have you hear what he said. He not only did Jimmy Kimmel double down, he basically blamed you. You have some responsibility for the Vegas shooting. I mean, the nerve of this freaking guy! Is and again, ABC let it happen. They let it happen. We'll get to that coming up at about 5, 621. It's your morning ritual with Garrett Lewis right here. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Stimulating talk. I only do, if you can only see what happens in the studio, I do that out of love. I'm just letting you know. Because I was once in your shoes. But I have giant feet. Shut up. 628. Thank you for hanging out. Gonna be the mid to upper nineties again today because, uh, well, just just because it's October. Why not? It stinks. It's gonna be that way uh, through next week, and and we'll see when the cool down happens in December. Uh, we got teased with it like a week and a half ago, didn't we? It was like gorgeous a week and a half ago. Uh, so Jimmy Kimmel, uh, his his show is not about comedy anymore. It's about agenda. Uh, and let me tell you, talk radio is successful. Now you might say, "Well, come some talk show host." Listen, talk show hosts bag on Democrats, bag on Republicans. We bag on everybody. Uh, Air America, remember that that awful idea? It was, you know, it's the left version of talk radio. And all that was was agenda. It was it was literally politicians hosting shows. And it's awful that it happens. And and it's why it failed. I mean, we're entertaining it. People know BS. You know BS. Like, you can't be insulted. That's why Trump got elected. You can't be insulted. You don't fall for the same crap anymore. You didn't fall for Jeb exclamation point or any of that stuff. So anyway, Jimmy Kimmel is going to he's going to go down that path also. It's it's going to end very badly for him. He's made enough money, so it doesn't care, but it's going to end badly. He's agenda now. And he is now pushing gun control. He knows nothing about it. You could watch his monologue on my page yesterday. Uh it, we played it yesterday. It's on my page knst.com. Uh he basically uh he started crying and I made fun of him because again, he's the guy that exploited chicks, which again, I'm only pointing it out cuz they always say Republican guys or whatever people like me exploit chicks. He was the man show guy and had chicks uh, that were heavy chested jumping on trampolines while they drank beer on the man show. And now he's crying when Cecil the Lion got killed. And now he's crying uh, about the Vegas show, which I'm not mocking the, the victims. I'm mocking Jimmy Kimmel. This is what happened yesterday. Go ahead. Well, hello, everyone. <laughs> uh, here we are again in the aftermath of another uh, terrible, inexplicable, shocking and painful tragedy, this time in Las Vegas which happens to be my hometown and Cleto's hometown, Cleto Sr.'s hometown. And uh, as you know, at least 59 people are dead. Now, one thing to do a job on radio or TV, you got to have some composure. Whatever. 
Uh, and I only point out the whole man show thing because he's like gone full circle. And, and I think it's hilarious. And these those girls, they they did it. They got paid. They wanted to do it. It's not that. I'm just, it's just funny to see the double standard. Anyway, uh, so he then went on to say that basically the gun laws now, you can go buy an M16 or 10 of them. You can order a gun through the mail, which like right to your house. Really? No, that's that's not actually true, Jimmy. Uh, but then he doubled down because apparently he got attacked. He never mentioned radio, which kind of bothers me because he got ripped on radio 24-7. And then on Twitter, people were ripping him because he was just wrong. He was factually wrong. Like Dinesh D'Souza said, you, you're entitled to your own opinion, but you're not entitled to your own facts. So Jimmy Kimmel decided to take a shot at uh, you and me for ripping him yesterday. This is what he said last night on the show. Go ahead. Special good wishes to those watching from Las Vegas where you know what happened on Sunday night. I'm not going to get deep into it again tonight. I said what I had to say last night, but I do want to say something to these Nuts who spent most of the day today on television online attacking those of us who think we need to do something about the fact that 59 innocent people were killed. They say it's inappropriate to be talking about it because it's too soon. Well, maybe it's too soon for you because deep down inside you know, in your heart, you know you bear some responsibility for the fact that almost anyone can get any weapon they want. Now you want to cover yourself until the storm of outrage passes. You can go back to your dirty business as usual. but. It's not too soon for us because we're Americans, and last time I checked, the First Amendment is at least as important as the Second Amendment. So we really talk about There you go. Hide behind the First Amendment now. There you go, Jimmy Kimmel. You're, you have some responsibility in this. You're the reason he got the guns and stuff. Jimmy, tell me how you can actually stop an evil person from doing something that's evil. I'd like you to know. Again, murder's illegal, Jimmy. He broke the law, Jimmy. Jimmy's down. <laughs> 632. Uh, again, if you watch Seinfeld, you get it. Uh, as a matter of fact, one of the places where this nut job bought guns was in Utah. And CNN went to talk to the guy that sold him some guns. Did he pass the background check? How did it go? What was he like? You have to hear this. And we'll get to that in about six minutes. 633 on KNST. You need to hear it. Nobody's talking about this. This was pretty big. And by the way, he bought some guns also in Arizona. You'll hear all this stuff coming up in six. Right now, here's the latest from Fox. Yes, wait, wait, I like this part. Yeah. I do, I like this part. You know, since I have a four-year-old, and he likes the movie Hotel Transylvania 2, this is like the song they do breakdancing to. Drac and his grandson, Dennis. Who my son was so obsessed with that movie, he wanted to name our our latest edition, Dennis. What do you want to name him? Dennis! No, it's not going to be Dennis. It's not going to be... No, 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 no. He was very mad. Uh, three things at 641 that I think you need to know. Number one, the sheriff out there in Vegas is now hinting that maybe, just maybe, we got to... I, I want to make sure I don't put bad information out there. But he is now thinking about, we don't know, was this guy radicalized? Was the Vegas shooter radicalized? So he is putting that out there because I think they're just like, we don't know what the heck's going on. And I think we need to find out more about that note and more from his, uh, his girlfriend. And maybe she'll shed some light. Who knows? So that's the latest there. I'll put that video, by the way, on my page at KNST.com in a little bit. Uh, also, second thing that I think you need to know, the, uh, the girlfriend is going to talk to authorities She's coming back, and her sister, she she told her brother, according to ABC News, I have a clear conscience, I did nothing wrong. But her sisters talked to an Australian TV station, and they said, uh, our sister didn't do anything. Uh, he bought her a plane ticket 
to the Philippines. She didn't even know she was going to leave. He said, I got you a plane ticket, a cheap one. You need to go. You got to leave. And that's what that's what happened. And they said, but she needs to come back and talk because only she knows anything about him. Nobody else does. Man. Uh, third thing that I think you need to know. Uh, let's do this one instead. Um, Tucson Unified School District. The grades are out. And it's not good. It's not good. TUSD has more failing grades than good grades. Yes, more failing grades, more Fs than As when it comes to their schools. And what the uh, superintendent, the new superintendent Gabriel Trujillo, uh, Trujillo, Trujillo, I think so. Anyway, what he said, I, I, you know, people go wuss and PC on this. So I'll, I'll tell you about that too. But it's not good. And this is, you know, yeah, this is what happens if Adelita Grijalva, and they put more emphasis on Mexican American studies than actual reading and writing and math. Arithmetic. I mean, that, that's what actually gets people jobs and to do things. Three things I think you need to know. Now, uh, I want you to hear this. Number 29, Greg, if you don't mind. Uh, this was CNN. Wolf Blitzer on his show had a reporter. And this reporter uh, on CNN talked about how the Vegas killer got his guns. There were more guns that were brought to, uh, brought to the attention. This came out yesterday, so there's even new information. Really quick, the Associated Press tweeted out yesterday that there were 12 semi-automatic weapons that were found that had um, uh, components on them to make them into fully automatic weapons. They found that in the hotel room. And we'll get to that also uh, in a minute, what they do uh, and why. Because, again, I'm not a complete expert. I know a little bit about guns, but we'll get to that. I, I know there are many listeners out there that actually know a heck of a lot more, so we'll get to that. But first, I want you to hear this from CNN. Uh, the guns that were there and where he bought them in Arizona was part of it. And the background check. Listen to this. Here we go. Uh, well, Wolf, we just heard in that news conference, investigators laying out seven more weapons that were recovered in the gunman's Reno home. This is also one of the places that we found that the gunman purchased weapons, this store in Las Vegas. He didn't just go to Las Vegas. He also went, according to the sheriff, to stores in Arizona. Oh. He bought weapons also in the town that he was uh, that he had his home in Mesquite, Nevada. And and then we went to St. George, Utah, where he went to a gun shop there, visiting three times starting in January. Here's what the gun shop owner told us. You know, it was just a regular, everyday Joe Blow kind of guy. Nothing specific. He didn't ask for anything that threw any red flags. He looked through the entire store. Uh, he looked at all different kinds of items, asked different questions about things. Um, my first encounter with him was, again, nothing remarkable. The next time he kind of came through the door, he was looking more specifically for um, a shotgun. The third mm. visit that he came in, he actually purchased the uh, firearm, the, the shotgun, and again, browsed around, talked about just everyday life, nothing like that, and then walked back out the door. It wasn't like there was just this one little thing or a look in his eyes, because um, we get sketchy people that walk into our business. No matter how you look at it, sketchy people come in. Those are the ones that we, we have code words you know, on our staff that we can throw up and let everybody know something's not right here. Pause something's it. going. See, you hear that? Again, because the anti-gun people think that the gun, shot, the gun owners just want to give everybody and their mother a gun. I'll make money. Here you go. You look like a psychopath killer. I don't care. Give me 800 bucks. No, that's not how it works. They are very responsible. They have code words. They know they're not going to put some nut on the streets with a gun. He didn't appear to be crazy. You don't think crazy people go try to buy guns and get, you know, rebuffed? Of course they do. Let's continue. Here we go. 
things going on. Um, and that didn't happen with him. He passed all of our background checks here in the store. He passed every red flag that could have popped up. But it's still, it's, it's still there. It's still something that I'm still going, what else could I have done better? That's why he feels bad. But there you go. I mean, what is, it doesn't really mean much where he bought them. It's just interesting. We're in Arizona, so he bought the guns in Arizona. He bought them in Utah, bought them in Nevada. Uh, it's okay. L- listen, this is a whole new world to me. Again, growing up in Long Island, nobody had guns. Then I moved to uh, Waco, uh, Waco, Texas, later on in my life. And we're at our insurance agent's office. And I bought my first weapon. It was a, uh, it was a Snubnose 38. And... The guy, and this is Central Texas, man. He's like, oh, you got any firearms? Yeah, I got one. You want a shirt? I'm like, no, I don't think we need to. I don't have a, how many have one? He goes, oh, okay. I said, why, you have yours insured? He goes, well, yeah. I said, well, how many do you have? 68. Oh, okay. But there are people they collect. They have a whole bunch. They like it. It's what they do. I learned that. You know, if you're not used to that, you think, man, that's weird. But that's like anything in life. If, you don't, if you're not familiar with something, you're like, that's weird. But it's not weird to the people that are doing it, the people that have it. Um... So, I don't think it, it means that much. Uh, he passed all the background checks. He had no criminal record. What are you supposed to do? Uh, there's nothing that you can do. Uh, because what's going to happen? This, this guy's going to, there's going to be some law that's passed. Again, even if he couldn't get it. We talked about it yesterday. Uh, Duke University, a couple years ago, had a study. 99 inmates in Chicago, Cook County Jail, that, that uh, were convicted of gun crimes, Right. Where did you get the guns? All of them except for three were like friends and family. They get around it. Bad guys don't follow laws. Murder is illegal. And yet they're like, I'm going to murder someone. This guy, I'm going to murder people. Didn't stop them. And look at all the things the terrorists use. Bucket bombs. Uh, and look at the Boston bombers. They use pressure cookers. What are you going to do now? Hey, we live in a free society. This is the price we pay sometimes. You know, you don't want to be in North Korea where they have you. They have the government out there. Everybody has, uh, has uh, rifles to make sure people don't do things. And they observe you and eavesdrop, and you have no freedom whatsoever. It's not how it's supposed to work in America. Uh, let's do one more. Uh, or maybe a couple more. This is the, the owner, by the way, you heard Chris Michaels' his name. Um, now, when it comes to the uh, – let's do 31 first. He talks about the part. He was asked by Martha McCallum on Fox News about the part that made the, the semi-automatic automatic. Listen to this. Here we go. So the part that he supposedly used um, to make his rifle be able to shoot like that is used for hunting purposes all the time um, or for sporting purposes more or less. It's more of a novelty item and you can walk into a number of different sporting goods stores, pick it up um, or on the internet you can buy it um, and just adapt it to your firearm. Um, it usually it doesn't work that well. is to use an automatic rifle? It's illegal to own if you do not have the right um, classification or tax stamp. Yes, it is. So it's already illegal. Now, you pass another law to make it, what, more illegal? What are you going to do? People use it for sport. Uh, They use it for hunting. That's just how it is. There are lots of people that have this that don't go on mass shooting rampages. Uh, People are bad drivers out there. They cause accidents. People die. What what should we do? Should we ban cars? Ban them? What what are we going to do? Background check, mental illness for driving. Uh, and one more, one more. Let's do number 30. This is where apparently he's, this guy feels bad that he sold a shotgun. We don't even know if he used the shotgun. I don't think he's shooting a shotgun out of the window 32 floors up. Uh, but he bought a shotgun 
And uh, this owner, though, says he's just, you know, of course, he feels bad. He's remorseful. Listen. Um, you know, it, it triggered just remorse, knowing that I had sold him something that could potentially be used in this kind of a situation. Um, I ran basically to the shop as quick as I could just to kind of look and get the facts so that I could be as helpful as possible to local and federal agencies. And what kind of gun did you sell him? And do you know whether or not it was used? You know, at this point in time, I don't. It was just a shotgun, you know, used for everyday hunting purposes. Hmm. There you go. 650. Um, we'll continue. Uh, about 710 this morning, a congressman, maybe you don't know him. You know Congressman O'Halloran? He's a, a District 1 here in Arizona, Oro Valley and on up. I mean, the guy, I don't know what the hell he does. Uh, maybe I should invite him on the show. I've tweeted to him. I tweeted at him. I know his communications guy follows me on Twitter. They all want to watch me just to see what I say. That's what happens. And that's fine. It's not like government's watching you. Uh, but they want to know. Uh, he came up with his ideas. Freaking genius. His ideas to try to stop bad people from buying guns. How wrong this guy is. And I believe he was a former police officer, too, is Congressman O'Halloran. So we'll get to that. Uh, coming up in about uh, five minutes, there's more information about a double life. The girlfriend, she she met the uh, FBI when she landed at LAX. She was in a wheelchair. Apparently she has, there's details of a double life. You got to hear this. It's coming up in five. KNST AIM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Gotta love that. You love the random statements, don't you? Uh, we must do something, people say. Uh, the indivisible crowd, the protesters that really didn't gain any traction, it was all... It was all made up by big Democratic donors and people that are powerful trying to get a bunch of these uh, these mindless, numbless, moronic people to sit there and just oppose Trump in every every direction. We had the one that's in charge of the Southern Arizona branch, Kristen Randall, in studio months and months ago, and she couldn't answer a freaking question. Every time I asked her a question, her answer was, it depends. It depends. And she loved to say, I'm a Republican, but I'm against Trump. And I'm a, uh, shut up. I know you. I saw the indivisible handbook, and it gave exactly the details of what they need to do. Anyway, uh, she's out there. And I have the audio. We'll get to it. She said, "We, I, I own a gun, but you got. I'm a Republican, but I own a gun, but we want solutions. Solutions. So what solution? We just want solutions. And they want to spread that message so people that don't think clearly will sit back and go, yeah, this whole this whole murdering thing is bad. We need solutions too. We need solutions. We need so what solution? What solution? Well, solutions were given by this Congressman Tom O'Halloran." You know what he called for in his statement? Universal background check. The hell does that mean? Any idea? Universal background check. I mean, I know what it means. But do you know what it means? What it entails? His statement, ready? Quote, there is too much violence in America. Did he say this about Antifa? No. There are too many victims and too many grieving families. The safety of our children and grandchildren should not be jeopardized by partisan bickering and gridlock in Washington. Uh, you know, they were, let's let's prepare this statement. We've got to put children and grandchildren. Otherwise, because if you oppose this, then it makes it look like you're not for kids and grandkids. So we'll demonize those people. Yeah. So he writes, we must work together and pass common sense legislation. Common sense. There you go. Establishing universal background checks. And stopping those on the terror watch list from purchasing weapons. Ah, he goes double stupid. Oh, Congressman O'Halloran. 
Oh, Congressman O'Hanlon. Universal background checks. You know what that means? Uh, that means they don't want people to go to gun shows and be able to buy a gun from someone without going through a background check. Or me just selling a gun to Ryan without doing a background check. Congressman, and I wish he'd come on the show. Congressman, I know you people listen. You're welcome on the show anytime. I, and I, I would, I'll be honest, I'll ask the question out loud. Okay, Congressman O'Halloran, let's do, uh, let's do universal background checks. If one bad guy has guns and wants to buy from another bad guy in the black market, is that law going to make them do background checks? Is that going to happen? I don't think so. Because I should bring up that study again, over and over and over again. Bad guys with guns that get locked up, or not locked up. Bad guys that want guns. You know, do you know what they, you know where they get them from? Um, they get those kinds of guns from friends and family. They don't go through background checks from fellow gang members. They don't go through background checks. I can go over this study again and again and again. Man, oh man. And just for you, maybe I should send this to him. I mean, do you, do you think we're stupid? That's what bothers me. Like, do you think we're dumb? This is just two years ago this came out. Duke University and the University of Chicago found Chicago criminals obtained their firearms almost exclusively from friends and family. So all of a sudden, having a universal background check, that's not going to stop bad people from getting guns, Congressman O'Halloran. So what's your next idea? I just want to know. I want to know. The study says it's rare for offenders to buy from licensed dealers, and it's also rare for them to steal their guns. Rather, the predominant sources of guns to offenders are from family, acquaintances, fellow gang members, which is to say members of their social network. That's the study. Cook County Jail in Chicago. A majority of the primary guns, they talked to people, 40 of the 48 which we have detailed information on the source, were obtained from family, fellow gang members, or other social connections. Hmm. So, uh, what can you do? What can you do? Yeah. So there's that. Uh, it literally makes no sense, but it feels good, right? I mean, again, you know, we've talked, we talked about this on the show. If you go to a gun show... If there's a, usually most people that are selling guns at gun shows are licensed dealers, and they have to then, as a licensed dealer, do a background check, even at gun shows. But why do they even put that out there, right? Would Congressman O'Halloran think you can order a gun in the mail? Right to your house? Doesn't work that way. Ugh. And now let's talk about the terror fly list. Uh, the, the, I mean, if you don't know, and I totally get this, uh, if you're on the, the no fly list from the government, you're sitting there going, I know what you're thinking, right? Well, if you're on the no-fly list, you must be a bad person, so you damn right you shouldn't be able to buy a gun, right? That's what it should be, right? Do you know how many mistakes the government makes? They put wrong people on the no-fly list. Do you know how impossible it is to get off the no-fly list when the government screws up? You know how bad it is? The ACLU that hates your right to actually have a gun came out and said you should not be able you should not be stopped from buying a gun because you're on the no fly list. Yeah, maybe Congressman O'Halloran doesn't know this either. This is why it's like fake news. This is why we don't like members of Congress. You literally lie to try to get people to back you. You go emotional, kids and grandkids. You're lying. That or you're just ignorant, and you don't know, which is quite frightening, Congressman O'Halloran. And I have no problem telling it to your face either. Right? How do you end up on the no fly list? There's a number of ways. Um, number of ways. There's a story from foxnews.com. 
A collection of names of people who are not allowed to board commercial flights into or out of the United States uh, is federal no-fly list, right? According to leaked documents obtained by The Intercept, it's a website, more than 47,000 people were on the no-fly list as of August of 2013. That number includes 800 Americans, many that don't even realize they're actually on it. They're not even told. You're on the no-fly list. The government sends no official notification to those on the list. People don't find out until they're denied boarding at the airport. They literally buy the ticket and they're like, oh, you can't get on the plane. Why? You're on the no-fly list. What? What? Why? What's going on? Um, Okay. Here's eight ways. You could be suspected or uh, direct terrorist activity, right? Suspected or you could be doing terrorist activity. You get thrown on there. Okay, fine. Right? The Justice Department has the authorities. They say they, they must have a reasonable suspicion that someone poses a threat before they put them on a watch list, but civil liberties activists have argued reasonable suspicion is very subjective. It's true. If you go to certain countries, they put you on it like that. Something you've said in the past on social media could put you on it. You want an example of this? You want an example of this? Um, former Princeton University professor Walter Murphy told The Guardian in 2007 he couldn't get on a plane at Newark Airport. He thinks it's because he gave a high-profile lecture where he was critical of then-President Bush. In 2012, Wade Hicks, spouse of a Navy lieutenant, claimed he was told he was on a no-fly list, and he thinks it was his comments he made about 9-11. You know what? You can be put on that no-fly list because you also have a name that's similar to someone that's on the no-fly list. Uh, Ted Kennedy was denied to go on. The late Ted Kennedy was told you can't get on a plane because apparently T. Kennedy is very popular. Very popular. When it comes to uh, what terrorists would use. I swear to God, you can't make that up. 2007, 60 Minutes, the show. They brought together a group of people named Robert Johnson who had problems flying. Because there was a man named Robert Johnson who was convicted of plotting a bomb at a Hindu temple and moved and a movie theater in Toronto. So guys named Robert Johnson were told you can't get on a plane. Now again... These people did nothing wrong. They were not found guilty of anything. They did not lose their right to the Second Amendment. But guys like Congressman O'Halloran, they want to basically say, you're on the list, whether it's right or wrong, you should not be able to buy a firearm. You're going to lose your Second Amendment right because the government made a mistake. Uh, I love this. Number six on this list. Or if you don't become an informant, you can be put on the list. Um, That's happened. Number six, clerical error. Wired Magazine, a Stanford University doctoral student, was placed on a no-fly list in 2004. After seven years of federal lawsuits, it was determined she was unjustly put on the list because the FBI agent checked the wrong box on a form. Seven years! And Congressman O'Halloran wants to, wants to make sure if you're on the no-fly list, you can't buy a firearm. You lose your Second Amendment rights. Oh, there's even more. You know what? I'll even tell you what the freaking ACLU said. This is incredible stuff. Incredible stuff. Oh, and what a judge said. A federal judge ruled on the no-fly list. Does the congressman not know about this? Oh, my goodness. This is what's frightening about politicians. They have no clue as to what they're doing. Wait till you hear this one coming up in five. Morning, and you can comment, by the way, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 726, thank you for hanging out. Mid-90s, mid-upper 90s for a high today on this Trump Day. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. It's my Facebook page. I would love it if you did. Uh, I have some good stuff that's up there. 
every day, all the time. It's all there, and then you can comment, and I can read it, and I can comment, and we could just we could just have a good time, right? That's what we can do. We could have a good, 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 good time. Um, now, uh, let's, uh, let's continue about this just cause uh, this Congressman O'Halloran, I mean, it's just when these lawmakers come up with these stupid ideas, he's a, you know, he seems to be as up on this issue as Jimmy Kimmel when it comes to gun control and he's a freaking Congressman. Are you nuts? So there's more. Okay. I want you to hear this because again, he said he wants a universal background check, which literally means it's not going to stop bad people from getting guns. Uh, and we got, we went over that. That would just make sure that you can you can't just sell a gun to somebody else without doing a background check, which I'm sure bad guys would do that. And then he said anybody on a no fly list cannot should not be able to buy a firearm. But the government has made so many mistakes, so many mistakes about this. As a matter of fact, federal judge. This is a story found December 10th, uh, 2013. A f- the federal judge, ready for this? The headline: No fly list offers no hope for correcting mistakes. Judge rules. Oh, that's nice. Uh, the federal government lacks an effective system for allowing people to get off the no-fly list who were put there by mistake, a federal judge ruled. <laughs> and O'Halloran wants to make it, if you're on this list and the government screws up, well, sucks for you, you lost your Second Amendment right. The ruling came in a lawsuit filed by 13 American citizens and permanent residents, including four military veterans, who were barred from flights to or from the United States over U.S. airspace. Many of them have been told they're on the government's no-fly list. Each of them applied for relief under Homeland Security's Traveler Regis program. Uh, but Judge Anna Brown of Oregon said the program is so lacking in providing fairness that it's unconstitutional. If the government mistakenly puts someone on the list, the judge said, uh, the redress process does not provide a meaningful mechanism for travelers who've been denied boarding to correct erroneous information in the government's terrorism databases. Those who file a complaint are merely told after the government considers it, a review has been completed. Doesn't reveal whether the person's name was on the no-fly list in the past, remains on it, or has been removed. So nobody knows. Nobody knows. And the ACLU, the ACLU is against this. Imagine that, the ACLU being on the right of someone to not be on the list, which would uh, stop them from buying a gun. Matter of fact, matter of fact, ACLU.org, I have a story about this. Uh, This is from June 20th of last year. The use of error-prone and unfair watch lists is not the way to regulate guns in America. From the ACLU. The letter explained it because senators, even Republican senators, Susan Collins was okay with this. John Cornyn was okay with this. Democrat Dianne Feinstein was okay with this. ACLU put out a letter to senators. We believe the right to own and use guns is not absolute or free from government regulation since firearms are inherently dangerous. Instrument... uh, instrumentalities and their use unlike other activities protected by the bill of rights can inflict serious bodily injury or death therefore firearms are subject to reasonable regulation that in the interest of public safety crime prevention maintaining the peace environmental protection and public health at the same time regulation of firearms and individual gun ownership or use must be consistent with civil liberties principles such as due process equal protection freedom from unlawful searches and privacy yeah our nation's watchlisting system is error-prone, unreliable. It uses vague and overbroad criteria, secret evidence to place individuals on blacklists without meaningful process to correct government error and clear their names. So they are against it, bigly. Bigly. And Congressman O'Halloran says we need universal background checks and anybody on a no-fly no no list, you should not be able to buy a firearm. And there's so many mistakes. Hey, you know what? It's going to be great when the government doesn't make any mistakes when they run your health care, right? Yeah. 
Wait, you want you came in for a uh, a tonsillectomy? A ton, you had tonsillitis? You want tonsils out? Yeah. What? We cut off your leg. Whoops. Sorry. No cutoff list. Mm-hmm. So even the ACLU is against what Congressman O'Halloran wants to do. Oh, clueless as hell, man. 880-KNST, 880-5678. You know, I'm going to tweet this to that freaking guy. It'll, it'll go nowhere. But I would love to actually have a conversation. Why would you be so irresponsible to say this? Why? I mean, he works for me. He's my congressman. He works for me. Yeah, he's my. You hire some poor people, man. Uh, I wasn't. I, I didn't. Know. I wasn't. I didn't vote for Did him. Did you vet works. these people? Yeah, that's let's I discuss a vetting. Process I didn't. I didn't, vo- I didn't vote for him. That's anyway. <laughs> he's my butler. In the Seinfeld episode. It all goes back to Seinfeld. Eight eight zero KNST. Eight eight zero five six seven eight. How dumb is this? This is this is the best. All right. So we'll get your reaction to this. Uh, eight ten this morning. We'll get the uh, the individual people who are out there pushing for gun control and stuff like that. Right. Um. Isn't that just awesome? Isn't that just awesome? Uh, coming up in about uh, six minutes, your reaction to this plus TUSD, failing schools, what the superintendent said, what he's going to do to make it better. I'm not, I mean, I guess I'm not politically correct. Can't we just get down with it and be truthful to try to solve the problems for the sake of the children and get a better education? Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, I'll tell you what he said and why I have a problem with it and get your reaction to this coming up on KNST AIM 790, 732. Here's the latest from Fox. Okay. Ah, yes. 7.41 on this Trump Day. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, the sheriff out there in in the Vegas area, Lombardo, uh, kind of slipped and said, you know, did this guy get radicalized unbeknownst to us? We need to find that out. So now they're thinking about that. Maybe he was radicalized. We don't. That's just one thing right there. Uh, there's also information coming out about this guy. ABC News has a story that Paddock was a man descending into madness, according to a person briefed on uh, new findings of the investigation. Uh, he was deter- He had a deteriorating mental state. He had significant weight loss. He was looking more slovenly is his, his appearance. He had an obsession with his girlfriend's ex-husband. And apparently, I love this, he was taking, uh, he was taking uh, drugs and, uh, you know, he was uh, prescription pills. Apparently, Valium. You know, people take Valium and don't shoot up people. But anyway... That's what's going on there. We'll talk more about that. Second thing I think you need to know, his girlfriend was flown into LAX from the Philippines, met by FBI there, and Newsweek says there's some sketchy details about her. Two social security numbers, two different birth dates, married to two guys at the same time at one point. Uh, But her sisters went on Australian TV and said, Paddock bought a ticket. He said, here's a cheap ticket I found to the Philippines. You got to leave. I think it was September 25th. You got to get out of here. You got to leave. I guess he didn't want to be around for what was going to happen. Hmm. Uh, she's going to talk to the feds, though. Third thing that I think you need to know, TUSD superintendent, uh, True Trujillo, is that is that what it is? I, be, I believe. Uh, hang on, I want to make sure. Gabriel Trujillo, Trujillo, at a press conference because TUSD had more schools that, got, that were graded an F than an A, which is not good. Uh, and he said, please be patient. Quote, don't give up. Don't give up on the teachers that are doing amazing things for kids. Don't give up on your school and give us an opportunity to redefine ourselves. Did he at any point say, hey, parents, it's time to step up and do a little bit more, too, and make sure your kids actually do work? I think that's a perfectly legitimate thing, don't you? We'll get to that. Three things I think you need to know. I didn't see that in any quotes or anything like that, but um, he talked about he knows the criteria now. He wants to make sure kids are taught that stuff. Are they going to taught to pass the test instead of actually things they need to know? Do they need to know this stuff? I, here we go again. Here we go again. Uh, let's go to Dave real quick. Dave, welcome. You got to put up the phone real quick. Dave, welcome 
Ryan, can you help her with that? Error watch list is so Wait, 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 Dave, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. Slow down. Start all over. We didn't have you on the air. Now we do. Go ahead. Okay, my nephew made the terror watch list when he was one year old. That's how accurate it is. What a hateful child. Actually, it's his twin sister that's the terrorist. <laughs> she hits him, you know. Oh, she hits they're, him? She does things? Oh, they're my. They're four God. now, but back when they were one, my sister, who lives in, in Sweden with her husband, she wanted to come home for Christmas and bring the twins, and they got held up at Charles de Gaulle Airport, held up an entire 747 for over an hour because of a one-year-old on a terror watch list. Because of his, na- because of his name, right? His name. Yeah, a common European last name, yeah. So they let him on the plane eventually? They did, uh, when they realized that he was one year old. Now, <laughs> did, did, did your sister try to get him off the terror watch list? Could she do that? Uh, she said that, that there was, they didn't give her an option to do that, and mm-hmm. in Sweden they don't have an option to do that. Exactly, and that's why this Congressman O'Halloran, I mean, how stupid can can this guy be? That he's like, you know what? Uh, we need to make sure anybody on a no t- on a, on a no fly list can't buy it when the government puts people on there by mistake. And so you literally lose your rights because the government makes a mistake. It's dumb. That's, that's very unconstitutional. It cannot be denied life, liberty, or property without due process of law. There you go. That's and why no the ACLU is against bail. it. You're right. right. You're right. You're right. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it, man. What a horrible story. And by the way, Congressman O'Halloran, just think about this. This great solution. We need to stop gun violence. Uh, universal background checks. And we also need a uh, anybody no fly list can't buy a gun. Guess what, genius? This Vegas shooter passed the background check and was not on the no fly list. Next, got an email from Rick. This is the honest truth. Our three year old grandson was on the no fly list when they lived in Michigan. Three year old. Three year old. Well, is your four year old on the list? Because he's a, he is a dictator. He's a dick. You know what? Do dictators qualify to be on the no-fly list like terrorists? I don't know. I mean, Just big ones. Can you be a dictator and not a terrorist? Isn't that the definition? Well, here's the thing. If, if it was true that dictators got Are on that list, if, if dictators got on that list, every wife in America would also All be right. on the no-fly list. Is that... Boy, oh boy, oh boy. She's not, not listening. <laughs> She's not listening. <laughs> and you, and you know, that. her friends listen and co- don't you tell her that. Don't sell me out. Just deny it. We'll edit this out of the show. She doesn't listen. She doesn't. It, I'll cut this fact, out when I post it online. Facts don't, thank you. Facts don't gone. matter to her either. They don't matter to her either. That's the problem. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. So this this is, I mean, this is just, this is ridiculous. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Uh, and am I wrong, by the way? I don't think I'm wrong. Am I wrong when it comes to this idea that, it's okay for principals, superintendents, teachers to call out parents and not do more. I mean, I, this is where I feel bad for teachers, right? So you had more schools in TUSD get failing grades than get passing grades. And the press conference, it says here in the local paper by Trujillo, I, I have a feeling if he actually called out parents, it would have said something that he called out parents. But he said uh, uh, he urged parents and students in the failing or nearly failing schools to be patient. Don't give up. Don't give up on the teachers that are doing amazing things for kids. Don't give up on your school and give us an opportunity to redefine ourselves. He said there were a variety of factors in the school's low grades, including students that didn't get to take a practice AZ merit test. The district didn't know what the criteria schools would be graded on. Board of Ed didn't outline it in a timely manner. What if, what if the students aren't doing enough work because the parents aren't doing their job as parents? What about that? 
I mean, why should the teachers? And the teacher can teach all kinds of stuff they want, right? But they can't go back to the kid's house and make them do homework and make them study and make them do things. That's where teachers get a bad rap. That's where principals, even superintendents, get a bad rap. And they should be able to call out and go, you know what? Our teachers work really hard. And they teach kids. And they assign homework and they do things. And you know what? If you're not going to do your job and you're not going to make sure that your kid steps up to the plate and you're not going to do, then that's your deal. And we shouldn't pay the price for that. Come on. But all these people are afraid to say it. Why? Call them out. Trust me. If my parents didn't make me do homework, I wouldn't have done homework. You know what my parents did? Hey, you want to play sports? You better get good grades. You're not doing this, you're done. And then ask questions. Dude, I would sweat sometimes when progress reports would come out, you know, because about halfway through the, you know, halfway through the uh, the 12-week, uh, I mean, what was it? You get a report card twice a year. Is it twice a, twice a year you get a report? It's been so long since I've been in school. But you get a progress report halfway through, and I would race to the mailbox to try to get it and, Save like, your... rip it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never got like, it. I got never six got more it. weeks to get these things better. But, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I, I made know? my kids go out and break rocks in the back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, hey, if you and want again, education... I mean, you can do hard work. Now, my kid's not in school yet, but your your kids are in school. Yeah. So, if I mean, do you get on your kids to make sure they do work? Constantly. That's what I'm talking about. But, I mean, so, as a parent, are you offended if all of a sudden a principal, like, you guys, your parents need to do your job better? No. Thank you. No, these kids, dude, they would come home with like two hours of work a night. Two hours of homework. After being in, I'm like, what, do you, what are they teaching you in class? Well, we just talk about this stuff. So, you, a lot of times, it seems like they don't want to teach things in class. They're either send them home with... With a you know twenty thirty minutes of homework instead of teaching them in class, hmm. so we would they would come home and like you know the kids working on quad, quadratic equations or something and I'm, things I'm we like, never use in yeah. life for a dollar. I'm like, Alex. I'm like uh, I don't know how to do this stuff. Mm-mm-mm. You got to Google the answers now. Let's go. <laughs> so I'm teaching them how to cheat with Google. It would be so much easier with smartphones nowadays, and you would yeah, think Google. And... You would think. Um, I mean, but, I don't know, you know. There's a, a lot of occasions where some of the teachers do get complacent and they do just send home tons of homework to make it look like they're busy. And then you ask what they teach in class and it's never... So that could be a problem there with the teachers. Yeah. I, got, I got it. I got it. But, but parents it, need to actually make then, that happen. Yeah, but the parents also need to step up, though. When they come home with that two hours of homework, there's no excuses. They got to get it done. And if they can't do it on their own, either you help them with it and if you can't do it yourself, you go to the, to the internet and you find the answers with them and you show them how to find an answer. I think that's half the problem is they don't know how to... Critically t- think. Yes, there you go. Critically think. There you Thank go. You. I know. You're welcome. Why am I so passionate about this? Because we critically think on this show. No, I went back to school for three years, it seemed. <laughs> Six, <laughs> Quadratic eight, equations. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right, listen. It's been so long since I've done this stuff. Like, I dread when my son comes home with long division. Seriously? Long division? I, you know what? I'm great with numbers. Long division I had an issue with. You have a calculator in your phone. <laughs> but just to do it. I know, but to do long division, just show the work. No way. You just do it in the phone. 1.574 divided by 8.3564. Go. And I'm like, why? <laughs> why? Uh, we, were, we were doing chemistry with covalent bonds. Ugh. That was my stuff. That was easy. I mean. But long division? Forget about it. Same here. Mm-mm. Yep. Did you memorize the multiplication tables? Yes, of course. That's I, why I, I memorize I everything. That. I that's, that. I, my memory is good. That's, that's, all, that's all I have in life. Uh, I'm a chemistry. I got a 94 in the regents. In New York and California, I don't know if they still do it. Only, only states that had regents exams. It was a statewide exam. I had like a 75 the entire year. Somehow I studied. I actually did. And I got a 94 in the regents. 
But I'll never forget, Mr. Gross was the uh, the teacher in chemistry. <laughs> and he had the worst comb over of all time. It was like thin. And he would wear these Sergio Tacchini because it was like the Sergio early 90s. Tacchini. Early to midnight. Sergio Tacchini's like, like running pants, like tennis pants. Yeah. And, and uh, we'd watch him on the two, cl- the two or three periods a, a day that he would not teach. He would just do walk. He'd do laps around the outside of the school or the, the hallways. Shape. But it would be windy. He'd come into class and he'd have like this big long string of hair on the other side that was the comb over. And we, and he'd just stand there as we'd be talking. The bell would ring. We'd just keep talking because we're like, we'll keep talking until he says something. And then after about five minutes, he goes, I'll just stand here till you guys are done talking. And we just keep on talking because like we don't learn chemistry anyway. Oh we'll stop talking when you comb your hair the correct way, sir. Anyway, 752. We'll continue. There's more uh, on the school stuff. More information coming out about this guy and prescription drugs. Does it even make a difference? Uh, and the no-fly list, uh, Congressman O'Halloran, the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life, his idea to, to make guns safe, get gun violence, knock it down, whatever it is. Don't go anywhere. 752 Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 792, sounds most stimulating talk. The president's stronger than ever. I've never considered leaving the Secretary of State. There, This report of a rift is is not true. And as he was making that statement right before that, President Trump tweeted, you ready for this? NBC News is hashtag fake news and more dishonest than even CNN. They are a disgrace to good reporting. No wonder their ratings are way down. <laughs> I love it, man. Four hours ago, he tweeted. That was 24 minutes ago. Four hours ago, he tweeted, Wow, so many fake news stories today. No matter what I do or say, they will not write or speak the truth. The fake news media is out of control. Which is why, by the way, side note, the Democratic Party has to go with Jimmy Kimmel to be their spokesperson. He has to do it. Trump has branded the media as fake so well. And they are, by the way. And like every other Republican is so afraid. They think, oh, if I'm just nice to them and I don't say anything bad, they'll, they'll actually be okay with me. And they destroy these people. They destroy Republicans. They destroyed Romney and McCain. Now they're buddies with McCain. They destroy them. So Trump is pointing it out how bad they are so the public has even less trust in them. And what happens? Uh, they, they, the Democrats realize, crap, the media can't carry our water anymore. Nobody wants to believe us. I mean, even they realize nobody looks at Nancy Pelosi and thinks, man, she's smart. Man, I trust her. Or Chuck Schumer. They don't believe it. So what do they go with now? Hollywood, baby. Jimmy Kimmel. That's how bad the Democratic Party is right now. And that's how good of a job Trump has done destroying the media. Jimmy Kimmel is the guy that's carrying the water for the Democratic Party. Good luck. So now that we're done with that... There's a lot of other things to talk about, too, but man, oh, man, oh, man. Um, funny college stories, crazy college stories. I have all this stuff I want to talk about. They have all this other news that's happening. Uh, let's play for you some sound bites real quick. Because this, this is what, you know, are people making a big deal of this? Is it, is it what's happening? Uh, I want you to play, Adriana, uh, I want you to play number 25, Sheriff Joe Lombardo. Talking to the media yesterday, said something. That people are saying, whoa, 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 whoa. Was this, are they now thinking this guy was radicalized? Was he a terrorist, this, this Vegas shooter? Uh, here we go. Listen. You know, you heard me saying that we're comfortable that we have the suspect in custody, but something more may come in that investigation. And I want to understand the motivation that you described, okay, to prevent any future incidents. And, you know, did this person get radicalized unbeknownst to us? And we want to identify that source. Whoa! Did this person get radicalized unbeknownst to us? We want to identify that source? Are they being told that? That's all we know. Hmm. Radicalized. Uh, by the way, there's a an evil professor 
This guy is evil as hell. Uh, I'll tell you, you've, you've heard of this guy. I've talked about him on the show. He is a professor from Drexel University. His name is George hyphen uh, mar You know him. He's the guy that tweeted that all he wanted for Christmas was like genocide of white people. Oh, here we go. In, in, in uh, end of last year, all I want for Christmas is white genocide. And by the way, he's white. You were at Drexel University. He is there. He he's is a self-hating white guy. He's self-loathing. Yes. Self-loathing. A self-loathing Sorry. white self-loathing guy. White. He doesn't identify as a white guy, maybe. Who knows? He wants white genocide. So he decided to tweet, um, you ready for this one now? The Vegas shooting. Now, nobody knows why it happened. This guy knows. And he is employed by a freaking university, Drexel University. He said the Las Vegas shooting happened because of Trumpism. Everything that's wrong in the world. Trump. Uh, he tweeted, um, he tweeted, white people and men will go on shooting sprees when they don't get what they want. What? Uh, he first tweeted, a white man, hours after the shooting in Vegas. Then, a couple hours after that, tweeted, it's the white supremacist patriarchy, stupid he knows. We have his brother saying that he's a not a anything related to any kind of organization. He even said white supremacist. He's related. He's not into any of that no. stuff. And again, right? this this is the crazy thing. Go ahead. He's calling him a white supremacist when this guy chose to shoot up people at a country music concert where most people are white. Wouldn't a white supremacist go to a hip hop show? Where, let's face it, there's some white people, but it's largely black. These freaking morons. I don't know how this guy keeps his job, by the way, Drexel University. Like, wouldn't you? This guy is a crackpot nut job. I'd be embarrassed if this guy was a teacher or, you know, or he worked where I worked. Uh, he continued, by the way. He wrote more. But liberals will drown out all discourse with a deafening chorus screeching gun control to believe that someone who would shoot down 50 people wouldn't circumvent any gun law you pass is the height of delusion. At least he's right about that. But the liberal escapism means, this is what he writes, means talking about easy questions, proposing easy non-solutions, rather than talking about who kills and why. White people and men are told that they are entitled to everything. I, I'm a white guy. And are right now in the studio, I, yeah, I'm, I, I think so. I think so. Stop laughing, Adriana. Let me tell you, in this studio right now, I am the minority, right? Yes. I'm the minority. Yes. Adrian is looking at me like, yeah, you are. That's not cool. Race war! <laughs> well, go get some coffee. Okay, during the break, I will. Now, <laughs> I'll talk. So I'm just telling you, and I've said it in the past, white people and men are told they're entitled to everything you rights. Dude, I was told by people that I will not get financial aid because I'm a white male. I was told, again, my first job, sports producer, News 12 Long Island, I was told by the black sports anchor, who was so nice, forget her name, it's a long time ago. She said, you are going to have a tough time making in this business because you're a white male. Because the way society is now, they're going to hire everybody but a white male for the jobs. I said, okay. I mean, she wasn't being mean or saying like, ha ha, you know, I hate white. She was just being honest. She said, I need, you're a nice guy. You're a good, you're a hardworking kid. I just want to be honest with you. Anyway, he continued, this is what happens when they don't get what they want. The narrative of white victimization has been gradually built over the past 40 years. 
Was this guy hitting the bong before this? I mean, this is like some deep fake stuff to convince yourself. Anyway, uh, it is the spinal column of Trumpism. And most extreme form is the white genocide myth. What is he talking about? Yesterday was a morbid symptom of what happens when those who believe they deserve to own the world also think it's being stolen from them. So uh, the white guy thinks everything's being stolen from him, so he shot a whole bunch of white people. And, and Hispanic people as well. There were Hispanic people, and I'm sure there's black people there, whatever. There you go. And then he ended it with a tweet hours later. Here's a wild idea. White supremacy in the U.S. is a bipartisan project, and both the gun lobby and the anti-gun lobby are racist as F. Yep, that's what happened. Uh, Drexel University, by the way, uh, said... The recent social media comments by George Sicoriello Marr, associate professor of politics and global studies at Drexel University, are his own opinion and do not represent the university's views. Drexel is deeply saddened by the tragic shooting in Vegas. The thoughts and prayers of Drexel are with those, whatever. Can you imagine if somebody that worked for iHeartMedia tweeted out that horrendous crap? Oh, you'd be gone. Yeah, pretty sure you'd be fired. And they'd have every right to do it. Why do professors get the opportunity to keep their job after being lunatics? Why? How is that even possible? Uh, you know, maybe there's no stipulation in their contracts that say if you make us look dumb, you're going to get fired. Maybe there's actually you know stipulation in the contract that says yeah. you got to say crazy, non-factual stuff and get your name out there. It makes sure we're we're tagged along with that so we can but get. That, but then, no, but that's not good. Nobody who wants to go there and sit know. in a class like this, you know, that this idiot teaches. You know, it's. By the way, Trump just tweeted a minute ago. The NBC news story has just been totally refuted. I guess NBC said there was a big. I guess, I, I don't, NBC News, who checks or watches NBC News? Anyway, NBC News must have reported there was a big rift between uh, Trump and uh, and Secretary Tillerson, right? Um, and uh, Tillerson came out with a statement and refuted it completely. Uh, it says here, first reads morning clips. Yeah, Tillerson called Trump a moron. NBC News put that out there. Uh, NBC's Carol Lee, Kristen Welker, Stephanie Rule, somebody else. Um, they wrote that Tillerson was on the verge of resigning this past summer. He called Trump a moron after a July 20th meeting at the Pentagon, all this other stuff. They, this is some pretty powerful crap. I mean, you're calling the president a moron and you're the secretary of state. So Tillerson gets out there and just refutes everything. Literally, that didn't happen. We have a great relationship. I don't know what you're talking about. So Trump just tweeted out, the NBC story has been totally refuted by Secretary Tillerson and Vice President Pence. It's fake, it's fake news. They should issue an apology to America. They should. Anyway, that's just, that's just other breaking stuff. There's more. I want to get to this, uh, this story about uh, the, the Valium. I'm thinking a lot of people do take Valium in this country. It happens, right? How many, other, how many people actually went and shot up people? They're going to try this narrative. There we go. Prescription drugs. Valium? Isn't it? Doesn't that make you sleepy? I mean, uh, I, I just remember from like the Prince's yeah. Bride, the guy Prince Valium. That was, oh, wait, spa- no, that was space uh, balls. Sorry. That was space balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was like always sleeping everywhere. Prince Valium. Oh, oh there oh. you are. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. Diazepam. It affects chemicals in the brain that may be unbalanced in people with anxiety. Hmm. Uh, anyway, I will tell you about this, and this is what they're saying, and there's more to this guy. Uh, we'll play the sound bites of the, uh, the girlfriend's sisters on Australian TV talking about the boy and their sister, and they think she's innocent and everything else and what she can provide in details. It's all coming up in about 5, 822, KNST, AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. In talk. 
827, thank you for hanging out. Uh, iHeartRadio app, it's free, it's easy, it's simple. Download it on your phone, your tablet, whatever you have. And you can listen to KNST all the time. You can even find the Garrett Lewis channel. Just type in Garrett Lewis in the little search area. Uh, podcasts every day put up by Ryan. Highlights, you name it, that kind of stuff. You could even check out my my channel at iHeartRadio.com as well. There's options for you. There's options. All right. Mid to upper 90s for a high. I want the cooler weather to come back. I really do. So, um, is this really going to happen, Ryan? Is this really going to happen or no? Because he's nuts. My guy. There's some crazy guy. Just real quick. There's a crazy. I get I get some crazy emails, some great emails, and then some crazy emails. And there's a crazy guy that listens all the time, and I've actually emailed him. I've responded a few times. It's hard to respond to crazy. You shouldn't do it. There's no talking to crazy. And I've said, just stop listening, which you probably shouldn't do that. You know, you're telling someone to stop listen, right? Um. What is, what's going on? Anyway, he called up, and he said he emailed me again today, and he claims that the last time Adriana's in here, she's training again because Ryan's going to be gone, which is so good for society. But anyway, uh, Adriana's going to be in next week, so she's training. That's when you hear screw-ups. It's not me. It's Adriana. I'm totally throwing under the bus right now. So, Adriana, grab the mic. When you filled in the last time when Ryan was gone, like, I don't know, what, a couple of months ago? Uh, this, this lunatic thinks I called you an <laughs> SOB. I do not recall that ever happening. Thank you very much. He, I think I would remember if that happened. He keeps asking for the podcast to be posted. It was never posted. That show wasn't posted because our system was going through a transition. I, I've actually told time. him that. I said we had no availability to do that. We only got it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. and You guys are lying. Yeah. And I was like, I wasn't even here for that. And he goes, well, what, if you, what if he called you that? And I'm like, it, it could be true. So? There's a good but chance did it could you be say true. it behind my back? And I no. don't know. Yeah. I'm just he kidding. said I said <laughs> He wouldn't hurt it then. He wouldn't have hurt it. He said I said it on the air to you. I called you an SOB. What do you think? Right. I'm going to have to say no on that. So once Sorry, again, once guy. again, crazy yeah. guy, I'm just, again, we don't charge you to listen, although I should. I'm just going to tell you right now, stop <laughs> listening, <laughs> which is what you shouldn't do on the radio. It's like, tell you own a pizza place. Don't come and eat the pizza. Stop it. Stop listening. I'm going to tell him to keep listening. I, do I enjoy his emails. <laughs> Because they're never directed at me. <laughs> uh, I appreciate that very much. Thank you. Oh, boy. And he's fun to talk to as yeah, well. Okay. There you go. Uh-huh. So please keep listening. Mm-hmm. Please keep emailing. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, if you don't want to listen, don't listen and just send in random emails, mm-hmm. which I'm okay with. <laughs> and I'm back in here training after this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Okay. Call Adrian an SOB. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. People hear what they want to hear. And that guy probably hears all kinds of things that nobody else hears. But it's all right. Uh, so Valium, th- now it's coming out that uh, this ABC News says this guy's life was falling apart. His life was falling apart. This this shooter in Vegas. His life was falling apart. And um, I mean, I what more? what more can you say about it? That's why you still don't know why he did it. ABC News. Uh, Stephen Paddock was a man descending into madness, according to a person briefed on new findings in the investigation. New details are emerging. Get this. Investigators say that uh, uh, that uh, Paddock's mental state was deteriorating before the shooting. He had significant weight loss, an increasingly slovenly physical appearance, an obsession with his girlfriend's ex-husband. All right. 
Um, they want to find out more of the authorities because his girlfriend just landed in uh, LAX and now she's going to be talking and stuff like that. Uh, but according to uh, the brother of the girlfriend, she assured the family she has a clean conscience. A clean conscience. She's not in custody. She's free to go as she pleases, but investigators made it clear that she remains a person of interest. So now they're saying he was his life was deteriorating. Was, was he? Who knows what was going on? His brother said he had no mental problems. He didn't think he had mental problems. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Anyway, um, now they're talking about diazepam, which is which is Valium. So I'm looking up diazepam information, drugs.com, all this other stuff, and there are lots of people, right? There are similar medicines, uh, Xanax, uh, uh, Clonopin. I know people that take these things. I don't think they're going to shoot up people. Um, it says here, before you take diazepam, tell your doctor if you have glaucoma, asthma, or other breathing problems, kidney or liver disease, seizures, a history of drug or alcohol addiction, mental illness, hmm, depression, suicidal thoughts what it says what can it do i i don't i don't know i thought it thought it relaxes you yeah i thought it made you sleepy or tired or just like lethargic Mm -hmm. um diazepam side effects call your doctor at once if you have confusion hallucinations unusual thoughts or behavior isn't that like every single drug commercial uh hyperactivity agitation depressed mood thoughts of suicide or hurting yourself Unusual risk-taking behavior, decreased inhibitions, no fear or of danger. Uh, I think there are lots of people that take this drug. Lots of people that take this drug. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking at that stuff also. Okay. I'm looking at that also. So anyway, they, they think for 13 years, Valium was the most prescribed drug in America. Were there mass shootings at that point? Did that happen? Anyway. Um, we'll, we'll talk about all that. 834. Uh, we'll play also the sisters talking to Australian TV when we get back in about six minutes. Right now, the latest on KNSD from Fox. Eating talk. 842, thank you for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, more information's coming out about this shooter, uh, in Vegas, the dead guy. Uh, ABC News reports that people said that he was deteriorated, deteriorating life. Is, is that even true? Is it worth it? People involved in briefings talked to people. They said his life was deteriorating. He was uh, looking more slovenly. Um, was he not all there? He, he just was looking like a guy whose life was coming to an end or just spiraling downward, right? Descending into madness, they're calling it. Significant weight loss. Uh, didn't care about his appearance. Obsessed with his girlfriend's ex-husband. And now it's coming out that apparently he was taking diazepam, which is Valium. Did it make him do it? We don't know. There are lots of people that do take it. Does it make him do it? No. No, but anyway, uh, they're dangerous to every drug, but we don't know. Uh, also, the sheriff out there is uh, wondering, was he radicalized? Was he radicalized? Second thing I think you need to know, the girlfriend was flown into uh, LAX from the Philippines. She's talking to the uh, authorities. She's a person of interest. She can leave whenever she wants, but they want to talk to her about this stuff, and her sisters will play in a minute. Her sisters said that uh, he bought her a ticket. She didn't even know it. Go to the Philippines, he said. you got to get out of here. And then uh, a couple days later... Uh, he did the shooting. Third thing that I think uh, you need to know, um, and and this is uh, this is another one right here. Uh, TUSD schools, eight failing schools in TUSD. Seven got an A, eight got an F, and, and the rest were in between. It's not good. 
not good. Three things I think you need to know. Um, now, let's play uh, the sisters real quick. And I mean, and by the way, if you have an experience with Valium, you could share it. I'm, there's always seems to be side effects with everything. I mean, that, that's what it comes down to. Side effects with everything, all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, what I, if you want to comment, you can 880-KNST, 880-5678. I'm getting emails about it as well. I want you to hear, uh, number 20, let's do number 26, Adriana, if you don't mind. Uh, this is the sisters, Mary Lou Danley's sisters talking to an Australian television station. And this is what they say about, uh, the sister and the relationship with, uh, with Stephen Paddock, the dead Vegas shooter. Here we go. I know that she don't know anything as well. Like, us. she was sent away she was sent away so that she will be not there to interfere or put this planning even though that she's going to the philippines until steve said oh i'm mary lou i found you a cheap ticket, cheap ticket to the philippines he sent her away so that he can plan what he's planning without interruptions in that sense i thank him for sparing my sister's life but that won't be to compensate our 59 people life. Put the puzzles together, no one except Mary Lou, because Steve is not here to talk anymore. Only Mary Lou can maybe help, probably was even shocked than us because she is more closer to him than us. You know, to be able to find out that your, your person you love or you live with can do such thing and you you thought you know the person yourself. Mary Lou Dunley is my sister. She's a good person and gentle soul, a mother, a grandmother, a sister, a, a friend. If Mary Lou was there, this maybe as well didn't happen because she won't let that happen. She, she would definitely stop, stop something, whatever what he was planning. So she said, "If he was, if she was there, he she would have stopped him. Is that why he bought the ticket and said he got to get out of here? You got to leave." Uh, a retired FBI profiler. This is from the Gateway Pundit. Retired FBI profiler said in an interview that if uh, Stephen Paddock's self-inflicted suicide did not destroy his brain, experts could find some kind of neurological disorder or malformation. Hmm. Again, diazepam. Apparently, he was. Uh, Prescribed this in June. Las Vegas Journal Review reported that he was prescribed this anti-anxiety drug in June. Is this why he did it? Uh, 10 milligram diazepam tablets. That's what he was prescribed. 10. You know what people are going to think about this too, by the way? This is, this is bullcrap. This is, this is garbage. They're trying to cover up why he really did it. That's what people are going to say. Especially after the sheriff was wondering, was he radicalized? Play 25 one more time. And I'll have more on the diazepam in just a second. Play 25. This is the sheriff uh, Lombardo in uh, in Vegas. Here we go. You know, you've heard me say that we're comfortable that we have the suspect in custody, but something more may come of that investigation. And I want to understand the motivation that you describe, okay, to prevent any future incidents. And, you know, did this person get radicalized unbeknownst to us? And we want to identify that source. We want to identify that source. Was he radicalized? Jim Clemente, a retired FBI profiler, said in an interview, again, the genetics load the gun. Personality and, psycho- and psychology aim it, and experiences pull the trigger typically. 
pointed out again that uh, his dad was a bank robber and a diagnosed psychopath. Hmm. Um, they may look to a psychological autopsy to uncover why he did what he did. Could this be it? There was a report that said the drug could trigger aggressive behavior. Man, oh man, oh man. What do you do? Then what is it going to be after that? Is it going to be, well, you know what? You got to have a question. Are you taking any kind of prescription drug? And if you are, you can't buy a gun. How many people are taking a prescription drug? Um, And I don't, listen, again, my wife's pharmaceutical rep. There are always side effects. I'm not an apologist for this, but... People want to jump on this, but do you realize how many drugs are out there that actually do miraculous things? Lower cholesterol, uh, lower blood pressure. Do you realize what they do? Uh, Beta blockers, you name it. They help people stay alive. So you tell me if somebody's taking that kind of a drug, they can't, they can't buy a firearm. Is it that? Watch watch, that's going to be it. This is going to be a way to then try to, to get around it. But well, we need to find out more, and I've been Googling it, how many people actually do take this? Is it out there? Is it known, right? The uh, How many people do take Valium? But I did get this email from Susan. Uh, I wanted to tell you about when I was put on Valium. I was in Europe, and because of a back problem, they prescribed Valium to me. I had some of the most lucid, horrific, bloody dreams that I can ever remember, and I don't even watch that kind of stuff in movies or anything. I remember dreaming one night and thinking, is this coming out of my brain? I couldn't get off of it fast enough. It was horrid. It was like having a slasher movie every night. Valium is evil. Interesting. I know people that take Valium and it helps them. It relaxes them. I, it, I guess it depends on who you are and what you are. Is this it? Is that all it was? Did it, was he just jacked up on this prescription drug and took such a bad side effect? If it was, by the way, you do realize, unless this, and this goes back to the girlfriend, if he was having such ridiculously bad hallucinations and acting crazy and these crazy thoughts. How could she not have noticed, right? I mean, she was there with him, living with him until what, September 25th when he left the, when she left the country. How did she not know this? All of a sudden this behavior wouldn't just change like that when she was gone. So what did she know? I guess we'll find out. 880-KNST, 880-5678-851. We'll continue in three. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. No fly list, you shouldn't be able to buy a firearm. Here's a couple things, though. The uh, Vegas guy, congressman, passed the background check, so it doesn't make a difference. And on top of that, he was not on a list. He was not on a no-fly no list. So what you're proposing would never have stopped this, so try again. And again, I've gone over this a couple hours ago. There are so many errors on the no-fly list. Americans are being put on it by accident, by mistake of the government. So you lose your Second Amendment rights because the government screws up. That's not fair. Even the ACLU is against that. But Congressman O'Halloran is all for it. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, now, we had a, cra- uh, a, cra- we had a great caller, and I feel bad for her. She called up about 15 minutes ago. And said she's a compulsive gambler, and this guy fits the profile of compulsive gambling. Because she's like, I was there. I mean, you feel like, you know, aggressive, uh, suicidal, this, that, all these different feelings and emotions. So she said he has all those traits. Is that why? Did he snap in that aspect? But this was, like, planned for a while. Then I heard that he was actually going to do this at a different show in Vegas, like the Lord Show. L-O-U-R-D, she's a singer. Can you Google that, uh, the, 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 the guy? I know I, I read it, but I want to make sure I get it right. But he, it was, I think, just a week or two before this shooting, or even maybe a month before. 
uh, Stephen Paddock, and then do like like Lord L O U R D E L O U R. Isn't that the that's L O U? It's not L O U. Yes, it is L O U. That's the that's the artist. There's an E somewhere. There's no E's or or U's. Yeah, there's an, there's an yeah. Just do I'm that. Hip. No, you're not. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Billy Lord. No. Losing her. M- Good job. Just go do it. Anyway, we'll find out about that. So this was in the planning stages for for a while. Okay. This was in the planning stages for a while. Eight eight zero KNST eight eight zero five six seven eight. Joe, welcome to KNST. Hi. Hey, how you doing? All right. Hey, you know my father was a compulsive gambler, but he was one of the gentlest men you'd ever want to meet. He never would even think about hurting anybody. But something I wanted to point out, hmm. and they do this in, in Israel. <clears throat> it's sort of an instinct. They have profilers that look at people, and the impression they get if it's bad. They go ahead and check them out. And I've, I've taught my children this, and I, and I believe in this. The first impression you get about a situation or a person, listen to it. Yep. It's probably, there's going to be a problem there. Okay? And then, uh, you know, act on it. But, uh, you know, as far as the hotels go and all that kind of stuff, I believe that they ought to check the baggage like they do at airports. Why not? It may be an inconvenience, but... If they would have been more vigilant, maybe they could have seen who was bringing a lot of weapons in. It's oh. a little bit more expense, a little bit more, but maybe it's worth worth it since this kind of thing can happen. You know, my father-in-law brought up a point. We were talking about it yesterday, and he said, you know, you have all these cameras in the casino and the hotels and in the lobby and stuff like that. He said, maybe they should bring up, and he goes, you know, you know in the casino, they have people watching the cameras in some room all the time watching the footage, seeing what's going on down there, right? seeing somebody's winning too much or doing something. They're always studying them. He said, you know what they may have to start doing now, having those same kind of cameras in the hallways of the hotels, and if all of a sudden they're watching and they go, why is this guy going up and down bringing large bags in six, seven times, eight times, well, nine why times? Not an, why not an X-ray machine like they have at the airport? Uh, Put it through and check it out. I mean, I guess it's their private property. They could do what they want, but, I mean, people wait long enough. It's going to be inconvenient. The hotels don't want to do this. This doesn't happen often. This is the first time it's ever happened, you know? And there are some people that do things and say things. It's it's Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Nobody wants their bag opened up in the hotel lobby because who knows what know, the heck's you, in there. You and I know, both know it's going to happen again. You know, this was horrific. This guy had money. He was able to buy all the weapons, get a nice hotel room on the 32nd floor, and all that. But it's going to happen again. That's just the price for free society. So you think you'd rather just have uh, X-ray detection, like like uh, the hotel's own TSA agents? You check, you, you check your bags in, they go through an X-ray machine, and you say, well, why do you have rifles in your bags? But it, what if they why? don't have rifles? What if you have other stuff? I mean, this guy brought rifles, but what if you have other stuff? I mean, I don't want this stuff looked at. I, well, that's true. There's a matter of privacy, but look at the cost of not checking. I mean, the potential. Look how many people died. See, but this is the problem with America is that it's, we're always reactive instead of proactive. I mean, as soon as 9-11 happened, all of a sudden the lines got extremely long at the at the airports and we, we were like trying to play defense on something the terrorists already did and they haven't tried to do that since. So what's True. the point of that? You know, they, they haven't stopped a terrorist. You know, I... So why, why can't we just true. be proactive in that aspect? I, you know what? There's no right answer. I mean, here's the thing. Are you going to go to Vegas anytime soon, or are you like, screw that place? Last time I was in Vegas, the mafia had it back then. You know what? You know what? I'll bet you if the mafia was still in charge, this kind of thing wouldn't have happened. You're probably right. <laughs> you know, it's sad but true. I mean, they, they take care of it. They take care. There's no PC there, is there? 
Oh, man. All right, Joe, appreciate it, buddy. Thanks. Thank you very much. Uh, and, and again, let's go back to this. If this guy's life was deteriorating into madness, all this stuff, right? Um, why didn't the girlfriend notice this? How could she not notice this? If he was acting kind of nuts and crazy like they're saying, why didn't she say anything herself? It sounds like he was always a jerk to her, so maybe it was, it was and, 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 Aaron, and maybe she was very intimidated yeah. by him. Again, a Starbucks barista, so they used to come in all the time, and yeah. he would basically demean her. So what did you show me right there? Uh, this is the uh, Lord concert. Little story. A law enforcement source uh, told the Daily Beast Paddock had rented condos overlooking the Life is Beautiful Festival, which took place in Las Vegas in September. It was headlined by Chance the Rapper and Lord, L-O-R-D-E. So were they, you know, they don't know. Was he trying to just, was he fans? Was he a fan of it or was he, was, was it going to happen there? Out? Yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it was. Was that outside also? Uh, I don't know where the venue's at. Um, it was, hang on. Oh, no, 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 no. Go back. Go back. Go back. Uh, that was there. But then three days later after the show. Okay, so. On Thursday, days after the Life is Beautiful Festival, Paddock checked into a room on the 32nd floor of Mandalay Bay. So that's when he was probably just checking things out. So it was three days after the show, I guess. Ay, 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 ay. Three days after the show, and then he was in there. That was September 28th, so the show was the 25th. Man. Man, oh, man, oh, man. You're trying to make sense out of a crazy guy. And we're all sitting here trying to figure out how the hell can this actually happen? And by the way, yeah, it's true. I got an email. <laughs> hotel bags, hotel to inspect bags of guests. Are you kidding me? Can you imagine what's going to be stolen? Can you imagine? And by the way, as soon as there's a hotel that says, we're doing this, and other hotels say, we're not doing that, guess where all the business is going to go? To the other hotel. Mm. All right, 880-KNST, 880-5678. And how about this uh, O'Halloran stuff again? Let me just, this it really bothers me. It's really it's, it. It can't just be me. When members of Congress do things like this guy, this whole Congressman O'Halloran, for literally uh, just a press release and trying to get people's emotional side, what he is in, what he wants to do for gun control would never have stopped the guy from that just did the mass shooting. It makes literally no sense. This guy O'Halloran should be he should take it back. He should apologize. He should be ripped fifty five ways from Sunday. Will anybody else in the media do this? Will it happen? Right? Will it happen? People on the no-fly list, even, again, let me go back to you just in case you missed it a couple hours ago. This is very, very, very important. On the no-fly list, a judge ruled back in 2013, story from NBC News, no-fly list offers no hope for correcting mistakes, judge rules. People sued. There were 13 people that sued, including four veterans, military veterans, uh, but it's way more than that. We have people call in an email saying their one-year-old, their three-year-old grandchild, their one-year-old grandchild was on the no-fly list. It held up the plane. People get their names put on that by mistake. And then all of a sudden, O'Halloran says, well, government's... And there's no way... The judge said there's no way to actually know if your name is on there, off there, if it's been removed. No, the government doesn't tell you. So you're going to lose your right to defend yourself, your right to the Second Amendment because the government makes a mistake? Very irresponsible of Congressman O'Halloran. Not smart, not good, and when we have dangerously stupid people, you know, maybe we should do that. Uh, you know, they say we we got to mark we got to make sure dangerously mentally ill can't get their hands on guns. Can we can we also say we we got to make sure that dangerously stupid people don't go to Congress? I mean, it's a bit late for that. You have Grijalva, you have you have McCain. <laughs> you have O'Halloran. Oh man, you know. 
It would be great if O'Halloran was this fired up about trying to secure the border. Right? All these crimes committed by illegal aliens across the border. Um, why can't he be that fired up to make sure that we build the wall? That we get a uh, we track people that overstay their visas, which is what most of the 9-11 hijackers did. Ugh, God. So dumb. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Uh, let's go quickly to Kevin. Kevin, welcome to KNST. Hi. Good morning. Morning. Uh, you were talking about, you know, people talking about the drugs causing the guy to go crazy and, and kill all these people. I, you look at it, we got 100 million people with guns who didn't kill anybody yes. yesterday. Mm-hmm. And we've got 100 million people on drugs and, you know, one guy went nuts. Yeah, you, exactly. You can't you can't predict it. There's no way to stop it. Um, so blaming something for it is basically useless. Well, that but that, that's the thing in today's society, and, and I get it. People want an answer. You know, we we're like instant gratification. We put something on Facebook. We want to like. We want to share. We want to find out what people are saying about us. That's why we do this stuff because we want that instant gratification. Uh, however. There really is no right answer here. Or what is the right? You know what the right answer is in my mind, but nobody has the guts to say it. You know what it is? Sure, it's, it's, tell it's, me. You know, it, I think the right answer is what you just said. If a politician would go, hey, look, you're not, you may not like this, but this is the truth. We live in a free society. Uh, the best thing you could probably do is be very vigilant. Uh, maybe take a class on, uh, if you're not comfortable with a gun, take a class on concealed carry. Take shooting classes. Learn about it. Feel comfortable with it. So God forbid something ever happens to you and your family, you can protect yourself. But yeah, we live, except, you know, that, that's the it. the fact that you are the first responder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Except police are not there to be your bodyguards. And you know what? It stinks. There's no way to prove in a country of 320 million people that somebody might not just break a window somewhere and start shooting people from down below. Exactly. Or drive a car into a crowd. Yeah. I mean, we just, we just can't do that. Unless you want, and you guys can vote for it, you want the government to take over everything and have the military stand on the street corners like they do in North Korea, where they point guns at people and they monitor people to make sure nothing that uh, well, nothing happens that the government doesn't like. Well, think about how schizophrenic this is. I mean, they're out protesting that, that Trump is, is fascist. Yes, he's Hitler. And the, government, and the government is fascist, and the cops kill brown people just for the hell of it. Pardon my friend. Yeah, and take our guns. But, but, but we should take, we should give all our, make sure yeah. the government are the only people that have guns. Exactly. Because they're the only ones that can be trusted because they've been sprinkled with the magic fairy dust of government authority. Exactly. You, you, you nailed it, yeah. Trump is Hitler, they said. What did Hitler do? Yeah. Hitler took everybody's guns. And now what do these people want to do? Trump is the worst. He's just like Hitler. But please, take all the guns. Because exactly. we're too dangerous. Yeah. They're, 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 they are, they are well, dumb. They don't even know what they're doing. They yeah. don't even know what they're doing. Kevin, great call, man. I appreciate it, brother. All right. Bye. See you, man. Sounded mad right there. No, uh, it, it's we'll get we'll get uh, we'll get everything. We'll get more calls. Eight eight zero KNST. Eight eight zero five six seven eight. Don't you go anywhere. It is, that is a great point, though. Trump is Hitler. Trump is fascist. Government, please take away everybody's weapons so only you have it, which is exactly what Hitler did. Even though we don't like Trump because he's Hitler. What? Right? Did I say too quickly? Too much. Uh, there's a lot of Hitler in there. I don't understand. Uh, they're I saying it. You, I get it. It. you get it. You get it. You get it. You get it. This doesn't make any sense, but I get it, it. Exactly. It makes no sense because they don't even know what they're doing. All right. Well, we'll continue. Uh, four minutes. Like don't you go anywhere. Morning ritual. Garrett Lewis. KNST AM seven ninety two sounds most stimulating talk. Hi right, nine twenty six. Thank you for hanging out. I will get those videos up at KNST.com and on my Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio of the uh, sheriff and then the. Uh, the sisters of the girlfriend of the shooter. I'm just doing a I'm doing a radio show, man. It's just hard to do all this stuff. I promise I will get it up though and uh, put it on my Facebook page and at KNSC.com, So just so you know, 
Uh, let's go to uh, Frank. Frank, thanks for waiting. Welcome to KNST. Hi. Hey, hey, Gary. How you doing? Sir? All right. Hey, yeah, I uh, called in a couple of weeks ago. I, mean, I, was trying, I used to live in the Middle East and talk with Asia and everywhere. I remember that. And I'm telling you, I called in a couple of weeks ago. I was telling yeah. you, I used, I used to work in uh, the Middle East mm-hmm. and I'm like 30 years yep. in the military. Now, listen, overseas, you know, you go through a lot of these hotels, have x-ray scanners for baggage. And they check everything going in. Now, so, is is it inconvenient? Does it t- does it bother you because it takes more time to to get through and get up there and things like no, that? No, no, not at all. So you think we need that here now? No, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it'll work here because the mentality over there is, is a little bit different. You know, uh, Americans enjoy their freedom and they really do enjoy it. And you you were right about you know does everybody want to see in their, in their what's in their baggage in the open in the open area? In a hotel, how do you, you know, how you, how are you going to be discreet about it? It's, it's not going to happen. No. Well, let me ask so, you. Let me ask you. I mean, do they do they open your stuff, or is it just like the airport where they just it goes through that machine, and you know, only the person on the other side can kind of see through the X-ray machine what's in there? They don't. Do they do they actually open it and examine it if something they think is suspicious in there, or no? If they think there's some suspicion there, they'll actually they take it to a, a safe room, hmm. and they'll look they'll look at it in there. Uh, you know, so you you have to think about that. Not everybody sees it, but over here, you know, Americans they're they're more concerned about how fast can I get somewhere. Yeah, now, you can't have a guy that or you know a couple whatever. It takes three or four hours to get to Vegas. You know, you're coming from the East Coast. You've already waited in lines at the airport. Last thing you want to do is wait another you know fifteen twenty minutes to get in your hotel room and check in. Exactly, and that's why I think. I mean. We believe in competition in this country, and if all of a sudden, yeah. uh, you know, there's a there's a hotel in Vegas that does this, maybe some people will go there because they think it'll be safer. But then other people are going to go, man, it takes so long to get to your. You wait in a line to begin with. Usually, the line wrapped around a, a line to get checked into a hotel in Vegas because there's so many people. And then, yeah, and that's you know, be the problem. Yeah. So then you look at that and you go, man, I'd rather stay in a hotel where I can get in and out as quickly as I want, right? Yeah. And then think about this. I mean, I don't know. Are hotels gun free zones? I'm assuming they are, aren't they? I would I would think so. Yeah, and that's another thing too. Is like you know, <laughs> you know, you got people. You can be coming, going. You, you go out, you go to the strip. You coming, you go shopping. You had your bag scanned in. Coming in, it becomes a problem. That that's not going to work over there. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Frankie, man, th- thanks for sharing, dude. I appreciate it. Okay, thank you. Take care. Um. I mean, think about it. It's a, it's a, it's a gun free zone. I, mean, I would think about that. I'm sure that in a casino they don't allow firearms, right? Mandalay Bay. They probably don't. I, I can't imagine they'd actually let you have a lot. So here's another gun-free zone that didn't exactly work. Now did it? And and just you know every mass shooting except for one over the past fifty years happened in a gun-free zone. Of course, the only mass shooting that was not in a gun-free zone was the one here in Tucson, January eighth shooting down a parking lot. So. I mean, what do you do then? If, if, if bad guys know if they can somehow get a gun in a hotel, nobody else has them. Uh, and Adriana, you get the mic. Do you want to talk about what you just told me? Also, it was, it was very similar to what Frank said. Yeah. Um, go ahead, because you were over in Europe. Uh, uh, in like Indonesia, okay, Thailand, Indonesia, okay. India specifically. They have the x-ray machines. So you walk into the hotel, you have to go through the metal detector, and you just put your bags on like a belt, and they just check through them. I don't know if that'd work. I don't think that'd work over here. But there, they'd rather be safe than... Because like, they get terrorist attacks more often. Yeah. So if you're in a staying in a nice hotel 
And oh, when you drive into the hotels, whether mm-hmm. you're in a cab or your own car, uh, they bring this machine with a mirror under it to check under the car. And then they lift the hood, they lift the trunk, and they just look to make sure there's no bombs in there. But it's, no one seems to be in a rush or seems to be annoyed of it. I think they'd just rather be safe than... See, we're Americans, man. Yeah, we want to get things it, done. Yeah. We want, you know, that's why we're the best. We get stuff done. We're productive. We don't stop. And this was in India? Yeah. Can you own firearms in India? Can people walk around? I don't think so. That's another problem right there. Well, just imagine in Vegas when they do the Avian Adult Entertainment Expo, people are going to find out what kind of freak you are. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. People go to Vegas (laughs) to do things only in Vegas, right? I mean, that's what happens. But what if they're on the plane with these things? People are going to see what's in there. No, I mean, it goes through, but... You know, there's no face-to-face contact. When you check a bag in, it goes goes into La La Land. And the TSA guy (laughs) looks at it and goes, ha, 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 look at this, guys. (laughs) You know, it's different. Uh, but okay. So I wonder about that. We should Google that, but uh, you know, you haven't seen people walking around. It's not like Arizona. I don't think maybe so. that's another reason why terror attacks happen there is because they know they can get away with it without getting shot. If they're walking around there, I'm going to blow it up. I'll well, shoot you. Guards have huge, like massive rifles. That they're well, soldiers or like in the hotel, the security guards, security guards. That's who does it. Security guards mm-hmm. in hotels mm-hmm. in India. In the front gate, and then also at the entry of the hotel. Okay. Well, you know they're fighting with Pakistan nonstop. Yeah. So this is yeah, like they gotta. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. It's like a common thing. They'd rather be safe than here. I yeah. mean, it's not as common, and I don't think people would want to wait around for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in India, guns are strictly regulated by law. Uh, in 1962, since then, they prohibit the sale, manufacture, possession, acquisition, import, export, transport of firearms and ammunition under a license, which is difficult to obtain. So it's basically like one giant gun-free zone. So bad guys can get the guns. Oh, <laughs> have guns. And they, then the good guys can't. I think they're more worried about bombs, bombings there. I mean, I think. Yeah, well, man. That's just crazy. All right, uh, 932. We'll continue. Your reaction, 880-KNST, 880-5670. It's a lot we haven't even got to, have we? Uh, I want you to hear, by the way, um, we'll do the ESPN thing tomorrow, I think. We can hold off on that. Uh, but I want you to hear Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel, if you missed it, doubled down from what he did yesterday. We pl- I played for you the sound bites of Jimmy Kimmel going after uh, the uh, the pro gun people, and he said, of course, you can get an M16 or ten of them, and he, all kinds of facts that weren't even facts. They're actually lies. He said lies. Well, Jimmy Kimmel doubled down and went after you again and said you're to blame for this. You'll hear it coming up in about uh, six minutes, nine thirty three on KNST. Here's Fox Talk nine forty one. Thank you for hanging out. Um. There are three things that I think you need to know. Number one, uh, it's I don't know what relevance this has at all, but apparently it's not coming out that the Vegas killer was taking Valium, diazepam. And a lot of people are, and they don't shoot up places, mass shootings and things like that, but whatever. Uh, so they, that happened. They said also he was deteriorating in, uh, in his life. He was getting skinny, losing weight. Uh, he was looking more and more like a slob, not caring about it, obsessed with his girlfriend's ex-husband. All kinds of random stuff. Uh, the sheriff out there has said... Uh, we don't know. Maybe he was radicalized. We need to, uh, was he radicalized uh, unbeknownst to us? We need to check sources. Wow. I mean, that's a new thing that was said. Second thing I think you need to know, his girlfriend was, is a person of interest, not under arrest. Talked to the feds. The feds let her go. But they brought her in from the Philippines. Uh, turns out that uh, her sisters told Australian TV that he got her a ticket to leave, to go to the Philippines, September 25th. He checked into the uh, Mandalay Bay September 28th, shooting then, of course, um... October 1st. So, man, oh, man, oh, man, there's just a lot of stuff going on there. But she's weird, too. She was married to two guys at the same time at one point. 
use two different birthdays and two different social security numbers. So this is just all weird. And if she would have seen that this guy was losing it, why didn't she say something? Unless he was so abusive to her that we just don't know. Third thing I think you need to know, Congressman Tom O'Halloran, CD1 here in Arizona, Oro Valley on up to the west part of Phoenix. Um, guy's uh, guy's uh, stupid. I'll just, it's just dumb. It's just ignorant as hell. Uh, he put out a statement that he need, we need to crack down on gun violence for the children and the grandchildren out there. And uh, because of what happened in Vegas... We need to uh, we we need to make sure that uh, we have universal background checks, right? Universal background checks, uh, and and what would that do? Okay, the guy actually passed background checks. We played that audio. He passed every background check to buy a gun, so a universal background check wouldn't stop this guy. Then he put it on his statement, O'Halloran. Anybody in a no-fly list should not be able to buy a, a firearm. But it's it's turned out that a judge has ruled that. There is no way the feds can actually take people that shouldn't be on it. They got put on there by mistake off of it. They're, they haven't proved they do that. There are lots of people on that list by mistake. So then they lose their Second Amendment right, and there's no way to find out if they're off of it or not. And by the way, the Vegas shooter was not on a terror watch list either, so you're 0 for 2 there. But that's what Congressman O'Halloran wants to do. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Really quick, I get in tweets. Uh, Rod, I don't understand why anyone would uh, want that many guns. It's a little scary. It depends on what you grow up with. Things are you, When you grow up with, things are normal and not normal. I mean, you grow up in uh, in Minnesota, you think hockey's normal. You grow up in Tucson, hockey's not normal. Who plays hockey? is crazy. When Again, I'll tell the story. When I lived in Waco, I bought my first firearm. And my wife and I were at our insurance agent's office uh, talking about home insurance. And he said, do you want to insure your, uh, your gun? You didn't know what kind of gun? I'm like, nah, it's just a little 38. It's, it's okay. And he said, okay. I said, do people do that? Do they insure their guns? He goes, yeah. I said, really? Why? He goes, because some people have a lot of them. I said, well, how many do you have? He said, 68. <laughs> I said, okay. And that's all right. You know, why would people want that many guns? Maybe they collect them. Maybe they just enjoy shooting all kinds of different guns. It's their hobby. It's their passion. You might think it's weird because you didn't grow up doing that, but... That's just the way it is. Uh, this guy on Twitter, and he called up once, I think, right? D, he tried to argue with me about stuff. He, no matter oh, what, yeah. I, yeah, I yeah, can yeah. say the sky is blue, and he'll tell me why it's not. I'm wrong. He tweeted me, "Can we pass law? Can we pass law that stupid people can't host radio shows?" So he's out. <laughs> uh, it's actually called the free market, man, and apparently the market demands me, which is pretty cool, and I'm grateful for that. By the way, very grateful. Aw, Garrett, the white man had a tough road, according to two front desk administrative assistants. What is he talking about? Say, say that again? Because I told the story about how when I, w- I started out as a weekend sports producer, New 12 Long Island, mm-hmm. uh, one of these sports anchors is a black woman who's very nice, and she liked me, and she said, I'm going to just be totally honest with you because I like you. It's going to be hard for you to get a job in this business because you're a white male. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So apparently this guy thinks I was talking about a, an administrative assistant. Secretary? I guess. I don't even know what these... Stupid. Can we pass a law that stupid people can't tweet? Mic drop. Anyway. <laughs> so there's that. I just wanted to do that. All right. Uh, like really it. quick, before we get to Jimmy Kimmel, uh, I should stop making jokes about women in the kitchen. Well, who said that? Nobody else. And that. were you joking? I'm not going to answer that right now. Perfect. But, Adriana, do you cook? Yes. You do? Yeah. You know, do laundry? (laughs) 
When you get married, hey, you've been, that you've been, was okay. You've been, yeah, you've been yeah, dating. What you, oh, she's. You know what? You know what? She. You do. You, you do laundry. You cook. You iron. I don't iron. You don't have to iron. I have Febreze wrinkle spray. Oh my See? god! That's why you don't have to iron. Is. You don't have to iron. So, you basically though are fulfilling every stereotype of a female that we have on this show. Granny, you're looking at two guys do all the cooking. Our wives do nothing. Our wives are and so laundry. lucky. You have no idea. And the bathroom. And the vacuum. And everything. We just get ordered around. When you get married. And the will rotation you, of the tires. Will you still do all the cooking? I don't do all. I wouldn't do all the cooking, but I'll cook some. Does your wife never cook or do any laundry? She does laundry. So see, both people can do it. Only because she thinks there's something to the whole separating. I'm like, you know what? I lived by myself before exactly. you. Exactly. There's no such. I used to take all my stuff, throw it in there. Who cares? Get it done. And nothing bad ever happened. Darks and lights don't run together. Yeah, yeah there no. you go. They don't they run together. Your white shirts are blue. Here's the thing. Obviously, you hey. guys you guys are racist. You're dividing things because I of the color. I segregate my colors. Okay? I am so not racist that I put everything together, and nothing bad ever happens. So you got pink underwear? But they were pink to oh, start with. yeah. Oh, whatever. Like my orange pants. Anyway. <laughs> That's what happened. So, listen. I don't know That's what happened. happened. Yeah. <laughs> they so, were white. <laughs> yes. So my wife, I don't. we lived in Waco. She did some of the cooking, more than she does now. I'm a control freak. I don't know if all of a sudden I feel like I have to do everything. It makes me feel better. I don't know. But I just do that. But then I saw this headline. Woman charged with beating boyfriend to death with frying pants. pans. So I'm just saying. Multi-pans? Yes, yes. So she didn't use them for cooking. She used them for killing. So that's why I want to make sure that I don't make any more jokes about my wife not cooking. Because she might say, yeah, I don't use these pans for cooking. I'm going to use them to bash in your head. Because she does watch a lot of Snapped. Does she know where the kitchen is at? Yes. Because she sits in there and says, cook me something. <laughs> oh, not the dining room? No, she's right there. Garçons. She's, she's watching. She watches. I like chicken cordon bleu tonight. Oh, I shouldn't I mean I shouldn't joke. She beat him to death with the frying pans, facing murder charges. You know what we need to do? We need pan control. I don't want to mock this guy's death, but we need pan control. Seriously. I mean, what's to stop some other person? Was she on Valium? What would make her pick up the pans and bash in his brains? We need to protect people from themselves. We need to, you know, there needs to be a background check. When you go into wherever you go get your pans, there needs to be paperwork filled out. What are you going to use them for? How many recipes do you know? Jason Lewis, no relation, was conscious but bleeding from the head after he'd been beaten by his girlfriend with a pair of frying pans, according to a Camden County prosecutor. Yeah. Um, the woman, 31, Malia Cole, fled her uh, to her home about a block away because they were in a convenience store when she decided to beat him. He, he uh, unfortunately died from his uh, injuries. Uh, she was apprehended of that incident, so she's now going to be, uh, she's now going to be charged with murder. Yes, my buddy just texted me. We need common sense pan control. Maybe Congressman O'Halloran can actually uh, put out a statement there that we have too much pan violence in this country. And what we need is a universal uh, background pan check. And we need to make sure that if you're on the no-fly list that you can no longer buy pans as well. Well, there's a guy here who collects them. He buys them at trade shows and yard sales. What's going on there? You know what? You're, you're, 100, you're right. We have a person that works here. That literally goes to, uh, it's not even a trade show, it's almost like a state. And I was just being, yeah, I, I wasn't making fun. He's like, he's like a little old lady, but he's a, he's a man. No offense to old ladies out there. And he goes and hits up these little estate sales up and buys these old school, like, 
you know, in, in the early 1900s or the 1800s, these, these cast iron skillets. Yeah. The heavy and, ones. Yeah, like they're old like school. Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, that lasts forever. We need to look into that. Yes, and he collects, he says he collects them and he uses them all the time, but he's kind of a sick, twisted individual. He could be stockpiling them. Who needs that many pans? Ex- he has like, I'm serious, he has like 25 of them. It at depends least. what he grew up with if it was normal. That's, or not. that's that true. Many pans? That's true. I don't think it's normal at all. I mean, how many things can you fry at once? Plus, he's a man. I mean, it would be normal if a woman had that many pans, right? <laughs> you should see his apron collection, too. I don't get it. Something's wrong with now this guy. Now it's over the line. Next thing you know, he's going to have a whole bunch of different blenders from different decades on top of that. Oh. He is single. He refuses. Oh. To, he's against heterosexual marriage. He also has tools to make pasta. He has shown me his tools at his house. Yeah, that's specific true. tools. And to on make top pasta. of that, he's not even Italian, so he's appropriating the Italian culture. Oh my gosh, there's a lot of problems here. We need to call somebody. There's a lot of problems here. Who can we call? HR. They, they McMaster, HR McMaster. <laughs> Trump's guy. I don't even, come on. Oh, a real okay. Minus, as well. Okay, well, thank you. Hang on, Joe. Welcome to KNST. Hello. Hey, Mr. Lewis, how you doing? All um, right. So, yeah, like, I, I don't understand why every time there's any form of any shooting, everybody wants to to ban guns, right? Like, I've, I've been in the military. I've been around. I've seen a lot of, like, messed up things caused by not guns. And like your, like your, your lady guest in studio stated, in India, guns are hard to come by, so they're more worried about bombs. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if guns are banned, you know, the people that want to do things, the bad people are going to do the bad things that they want to do regardless whether they can get guns, bombs, ninja stars. I mean, it's, it's just ridiculous that, like, at the end of the day, the solution is we need to ban guns. Um, it's just people are going to do the things that they want to do if they do want to. Like this guy, you know, he was determined to do this. And if, if it wasn't a gun, then it would have been a bomb. And if See, it's not a bomb, it's right. something else. And, and, and you're right, good. but people in this country, they just think there's an answer and a cure. Like, like, they depend on a pharmaceutical drug because it's the magic pill. I'm not going to change the way I eat or anything else. I'm going to take this pill and it's going to make me healthy. There's an answer right there for me. Why can't we have a pill that cures cancer? We should have that. Why can't we just have a solution that would stop this maniac from doing that? Somebody's got to think of something. That's, what, that's the attitude of people in this country. And, and, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, I have, I have PTSD. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on different things such as dream blockers. I mean, and, and you know what? I got other military friends that have gotten out since, and... I mean, every pill, it's 50-50. I mean, just because one pill works for one person, it's not going to have the same effect on the other exactly. guy. Exactly. And so, I mean, the, even that, the pill solution, that's that's not going to do anything, no. really. I mean, some people, it'll work. Other people, like you said, the Valium, the lady had crazy dreams when other people, you know, they, just, they swear by it. Yeah, exactly. You just, you just never know. You never know. Great call. Joe, I appreciate it, man. All right. Thank sir. you. Thank you for service. Thank you very much. Oh, we got a tweet also. The Vegas shooter was a pilot. Remember that? He could have easily just uh, flown a uh, a plane with explosives into the crowd and, and crashed right into him. If you want to do plane something control. crazy, you're going to learn how to do you're it. You're right. You're right. All right, we'll try to get the Jimmy Kimmel thing coming up. I'll also put it on my page at KNST.com. 954, back in three on KNST.